Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends. I'm Cameron Rogers, host of Freckles Beauty and Friends podcast, which is now on Dear Media. Are you wondering what just happened to your life after having a baby or struggling with your mental health during postpartum? That was me just a few months ago. Are you working on healing your relationship with yourself, your body, and or food? Same. We are all on a journey to self-love and acceptance, and I'm right there with you. That's what Freckled Foodie and Friends is all about, reminding you that no matter what, you are not alone. Make sure to tune in for season five, launching with Dear Media on November 9th, and subscribe to listen to new episodes every Wednesday morning. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye-opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. (laughs) (laughs) New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Real Pod. I have been trying to get this guest on the show for the longest time, but she's the busiest bee because she's doing a million things. I mean, seriously, our guest today is more than a triple threat. She's like a, I don't even know what the word would be because not even quadruple, she's more like a triple threat times five. Sydney Bell is an Emmy winning dancer, reality TV star, content creator, and model who's been featured in Vogue, Cosmopolitan, Essence, and most excitingly on Lizzo's show, Watch Out for the Big Girls, which was a dance competition, which led her to becoming friends with Lizzo, dancing with her on tour, and also on SNL. If you see Lizzo's SNL performance, you'll see Sydney in the background absolutely slaying it. And Sydney is not only known for her vibrant personality, entrepreneurship, and all these amazing accomplishments, but she's an incredible advocate for self-love. She's recovered from her own eating disorder and encouraging women to embrace their bodies. You have to check out her Instagram. It's one of my favorites. It's just at Sydney L. Bell. And we have such a fantastic conversation. Cannot wait for you to listen. We are just moments away from the interview. Before we dive in, a quick shout out for Wacky Jackie. What's up, Jackie? Left a five-star review. I love Vic and RealPod. Honestly, every time I listen, I feel like I'm kicking back with my bestie. Would love to have a white claw with her sometime. Oh my God, that's hilarious. I love me a white claw. Jackie continued, she keeps the perfect mix of content between serious, inspiring, and fun topics. 
about her life. It truly feels like a friend who wants the best for you. And her being a Swifty is just a bonus. Y'all, the Taylor Swift episode that I just recorded is so freaking good. I can't wait for you to hear it coming soon. And Jackie said, P.S. If you do more live shows in the future, please, please, please come to Boston. Jackie, I freaking love this review. You seem like you have the best energy. We definitely need to do this White Claw at some point. If I do a Boston live show, White Claw, sponsor me, please. Jackie and I need to clink claws. I appreciate each and every one of you listening to the show. Don't forget to leave me a review because you might be the shout out on next week's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in with Sydney Bell. Sydney Bell, welcome to Real Pod. Long time coming. I'm so glad you're here and in the flesh. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> I've just been watching you for the longest time. And now you are like on TV. You're dancing, you're on stage, you're modeling, you're a creator, you're pushing your message. Like, so many things. I can't, where do we even start? First of all, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I like officially like made the move out here from Houston. So I feel like just so happy to be like around my people and like working consistently. So I feel really good. Yeah. yeah out in LA. Yes. Yes. And have you been doing a lot of work here? Like people talk about what they think LA is and oh. when you get here. <laughs> What have you thought about being actually now an L.A. person? I love it. So before officially moving here, literally last week, I would come like every other month and stay basically for like the entire month. So I feel like mentally I was like kind of preparing myself for it. But living here now, like and having it be official and knowing like I don't go home to Houston after a month is kind of weird. But I love it. Like I love being able to like work out here and be consistent because a lot of times I would get like last minute bookings and they'd be like, like, hey, we need you to cut. I remember I was so heartbroken. They called me to do Beyonce's Break My Soul music video. What? Literally. And they were like, oh, be here in two hours. And I was in Houston. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So that's like the moment where I was like, I know now. Like, I need to just move out there. Oh, my god, That like broke my heart. And I was like, I know when the music video comes out, like the official official music video comes out, I'm going to be heartbroken. So that is that is a painful one. Yeah. Like, I'm not even you. And I'm sitting here like <laughs> I would have been like someone yes. time travel me. Like, yeah. Call Elon Musk. Get me. To yes. LA. Literally. I was heartbroken. But I'm like, I'm starting to like do like my my little mental health journey and know that like whatever is for me is for me and if I don't make it I don't make it but yeah I love that because there are yeah. so many things and if we feel like we have to be everywhere at once it's actually impossible and you just never really know what is meant for you in mm. life until you're farther down the road like I love quoting the Steve Jobs commencement speech if you can only connect the dots looking backwards mm -hmm. Cause it's so true. Like, exactly. You know? Yeah. I can totally relate to that. And I've been thinking like ever since I was a little girl, like I've always, always, always been a perfectionist. Like even on the show, watch out for the big girls. That was like, my whole thing is like Sydney, like, you know, you're a perfectionist. Like sometimes you just got to let things go. That used to eat at me. Like if I'd miss a booking or if I didn't get a job that I wanted or whatever it may be, I would always over criticize myself and think about it and like always think like oh my gosh when and that was just killing me so it's like now like within the past year or so like I've learned to kind of like back away and just like be like you know what just let it go like if I don't have control over it it is what it is when did you realize the perfectionism was killing you when I was on the show I think like a lot like the show really opened up my eyes to a lot of things like you know I realized 
on the show that like with me being a perfectionist, it was really hurting myself. I was thinking like if I was just able to just like allow things like if I didn't get if I didn't pick up on choreography right away, the anxiety would make things so much worse and like think overthinking it would make it so much worse. And that really caused a lot of issues on the show for me. And also, I think, too, on the show, like when I opened up about like my eating disorder and I was so scared, like because I was a public figure, quote unquote, before even going on the show. So I was nervous. I was like, oh, my gosh, if I open up about this or if people find out about this, they're going to think I'm a fake. They're going to think I'm a phony because I preach self-love, love yourself all the time. And I was like thinking like, oh, I don't want people to know about this. I got to be perfectionist. And like, you know, people got to see me as happy and perfect all the time. And Lizzo said something to me and she was like, people need to understand your hurt for them to like get your happiness. You know what I mean? Or to respect your happiness. And I was like, that is so true. And so, yeah, I think in that moment, like that entire month of filming, like I realized, damn, I'm a perfectionist and that's not really doing good things for me. And I kind of like let that go. And life has been like so much smoother since then, you know. I can't even imagine how you felt hearing those words from Lizzo in the moment yeah. because I'm getting chills from like the secondhand story, yes, you yeah. know, and I had a binge eating disorder. So mm. I relate to the shame of what will people think of this mm. and the added voice in your head of like, for me, you know, that doesn't even sound glamorous. Like mm. I'm not, you know, I think society has this vision of what it looks like to have an eating disorder and it's usually a really, really skinny person. So <laughs> I like goosebumps when you said that. I am like, let's talk about it. Speak on it because that is the biggest thing that I think kind of like mess with me when I was younger and going through that is like I struggled from two. So I struggled with binge eating disorder and I struggled with like anorexia and not really eating in college. And with anorexia, people I like kind of like talked to some friends about it and they were like, you're fine because you, I've always been a bigger girl. But it's like that, like when you said that again, I had goosebumps because there's such a stigma that comes behind it. Like, oh, if you have binge eating disorder, you must be like super, super big and super unhealthy. Or if you have anorexia nervosa, you have to be super, super tiny. But no, like everybody can be affected by it. Men, women, plus size people, skinny people. So I'm really glad that you talked about that because I hate that. Like, Society has a lot of issues with that from both perspectives, the side of you don't look like you could have an eating disorder mm -hmm. and you don't look like you're unhealthy, mm. right? When they just see skinny people and yeah. think there can't be anything wrong with them, you know? And I feel like the most unhealthy people I've come across when it comes to food are the people who in society are being praised for their image, but mm. behind closed doors, the way they're achieving that isn't something that should be encouraged because yes. of like how unhealthy it is. Absolutely. That kind of reminds me of something I went through to like in college. My whole eating disorder was not triggered by me necessarily like wanting to lose weight purposefully. It was through my doctor kind of. And I don't mean to put the blame on her, but my story is like really different from a lot of other people that struggle with eating disorders because I went to my doctor before going to college and I was like, I think I have ADD, ADHD. And my doctor was like, okay, like stand on the scale. Well, you know what a normal doctor would do when you go to the doctor's office. Which I'm sorry. Why are we weighing someone who's coming in about 
a, a mental anxiety disorder. That Why part, are we weighing them? That part, that was like, and when I got on the scale, like immediately her whole demeanor changed. She was like, oh, well, what's your workout and eating like? And like all of these different things. And I'm just, my mom's sitting there like, why are you asking this stuff? And the craziest thing that she did was say, okay, she didn't even test me for if I had ADD or ADHD, right? She was just like, okay, well, I think you have binge eating disorder, which at the time I did, you know, binge eating disorder can be triggered through stress, whatever it may be. I was so stressed out. It was like my senior year. People had all these expectations for me. And I just remember like she instantly was like, I'm going to prescribe you this Adderall for binge eating disorder. It'll help suppress your appetite, but it'll also help you with your ADD, ADHD, whatever. And I'm sitting there like, okay. My mom's like, okay, I guess, like whatever. Like we were clueless because- This stuff has me fuming, oh, yeah. fuming. This is the kind of stuff where like, I can't, like it has me actually so angry because of the dynamic of a, pos a person who's in a position of power, a position of knowledge that what they say you need to trust because they are a, a doctor. doctor. Exactly. And for them to lead with what I think we know a lot of the professionals in this space like have their own internalized like fat phobia and inability to process health at every size mm -hmm. or to actually inspect the root of the issue mm. and not look at someone's body and say yes. it's a weight thing. Yeah. I mean, I was at my OBGYN and I have PCOS, mm -hmm. so polycystic ovarian syndrome. And one of the first things my OBGYN said was, let's cut all dairy and gluten because, you know, people with PCOS are usually like more bloated mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you can't just look at a random stranger and say, let's cut two food groups. Like, yeah. and this is why I can hold my own in this situation. I was just like, which by the way, I have the privilege, I think, to do that, that I felt that I could speak back to this doctor mm. and say, I have a history of eating disorders, so I will absolutely not be cutting food groups. Oh my gosh. I applaud you for that. Cause I'm like one of those people that's just like, you know, I guess in my mind, it's because I think a doctor, like you just said, like, I'm like, they're the professional, whatever. And it's like, I think my mom and I both kind of knew in that moment, like, this is not right. But we were just kind of like, too, I don't know if it was me being too shy, because I know for a fact, when I was taking the Adderall, I 100% felt awful, right? I was taking it, I felt really bad for like months, like that crash that comes from it. I was just like, so I was angry at the world. I was like over emotional, but I was like, I guess like I'm just going to keep I didn't speak up for myself. So I really applaud you for like being able to do that because it's hard. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why it's hard. It was hard for me at that time. You, but I don't even think you should. You know, you have to have the compassion for yourself because my, the experience I just detailed was like within the year. So I'm, you know, and I'm 25. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, very confident in my shoes, but in high school could be a completely different situation. And as totally we said, different. it's the authority of the being the doctor. Mm -hmm. So that is what you believe kind of kickstarted the anorexia. Oh yeah. Thousand percent. Because, you know, I was in college, I was like around a whole bunch of new people. And mind you in high school, I was in Texas, I was in the Woodlands, Texas. So it was like, you know, predominantly white community. I was the only plus size girl. People would always make fun of me, but then I went to Brooklyn, New York. So it was like totally diverse, super fun. You know, guys were starting to look at me and I was like, okay, cute. And when I was <laughs> taking the medicine, you know, the medication, it allowed me to, I wasn't really eating. But I didn't at the time think that it was an eating disorder. It wasn't clicking to me at that time that it was an eating disorder. 
And then I remember with, you know, the crashes that I just talked about, I would like overwork out to kind of compensate and get the energy that I was lacking from the crashes. And literally for about four to six months, like I was so, so skinny. I was so sick. Like, but then people and this is around the time too in 2017 where I was like become first starting to become an influencer and people were just coming up to me and commenting on my pictures and saying oh my gosh and you look so good like you look beautiful guys were like starting to talk to me and want to like go out with me and different things like that and I like this was also at the time where I was like okay like this crash is too much for me I don't want to take it anymore but once I realized it was an eating disorder is when I stopped taking the medication but I still kept up with those really horrible habits of like not eating and working out excessively like three times a day and running excessively and different things like that and I, I remember I came home from spring break and my mom was like, you're angry all the time she's like you're not eating and you know I'm a southern girl so I loved going home to eat, mm -hmm. but she noticed something and my brother also noticed too. And they just took me on a walk one day and had a conversation with me. And they were like, we've seen over the past few months that you've been losing weight and whatever. And, you know, it was scary too, because with always being a big girl and always like kind of people making fun of me for that, I was scared in a way to kind of get help because it was like, I was getting all of this like positive attention at that time and like people again were like wanting to go out with me and um I'm sorry no it's okay it's like I think back to those times now because it's like how could I do that to myself and it's like now I'm like so th it's like weird because it's like I'm so mad and I'm so upset that those things happened but I'm so thankful that they happened because just like Lizzo said like people need to see your hurt to understand and accept your happiness. And I feel like for me, like going through that allowed me to like go through like a really effed up part of my life, but it like allowed me to like have a reason to live and a reason to like put these messages out in the world and be everybody's cheerleader. Cause it's like, I don't ever want somebody to go through what I went through. Like <laughs> if, and I'm just like, I cannot wait for the day that I have a daughter because I'm gonna be like, girl, eat do your thing <laughs> dance like jump around run do whatever you want like I just yeah I get really emotional because it's like I, I'm like damn like I really went through that and it's all because of like society's perception of me and it's like my peers perception of me and I don't even see them anymore mm -hmm. and those people are in my dms now so <laughs> you know what I <laughs> Same mean like Sydney, yeah. hey like no I don't actually oh. but yeah it's just wild like everything happens for a reason mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in that all right. I am so excited about this new sponsor. Way, the mindful eating app, is helping people find peace in their relationships with food and their body. And I could not be more excited to tell you about it and provide a special offer for RealPod listeners. You guys know how particular I am when it comes to anything pertaining to food, advertising in this realm, and our relationship with food. And I have done a deep dive personally into Way app. I've seen what they're doing, and I absolutely love it. Way app helps you listen to your body, and they do this using a combination of intuitive nutrition and behavior science. And they do it in a simple and thought-provoking experience from three different pathways. So these pathways are body feels, emotional eats, and mindful shifts. And Way creates a safe, non-judgmental environment immediately. So you are never stepping on a scale. No, no, no. I'd never lead you in any direction where that needs to happen. You're never counting a calorie. And Way is never telling you what to do. It is the exact opposite of a restrictive diet. 
I know how beneficial it has been for me to heal my relationship with food and what that's just done for my life. And if you are struggling or you're looking for more guidance, education in this realm, do not look farther than Way. And for a limited time only, when you visit eatmyway.com, you will receive 30% off your subscription and a one-week free trial. That's only $6.99 a month for Way to help you find more peace in your relationship with food and your body. That's eatmyway, E-A-T-M-Y-W-A-Y.com to get 30% off. Wow, that's a discount and a one-week free trial for a limited time. It is tough to sit now with the love that you give yourself and then remember how you used to treat yourself at a different yeah. time. And it can kind of come out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. But it is the driving force for remembering there are people who felt like that version of you felt right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that that's what motivates you Absolutely. to kind of put the message out there. Absolutely. So how does that play a role in your confidence about being so honest and about being vulnerable and kind of sharing the things that caused you shame earlier. Yeah, I think honestly, like it just really fuels my fire to just kind of like, you know, there's still although like time has passed and there's been like a lot of like great achievements in media and in the industry, like there's still so many things that need to be like fixed I guess in an aspect we're, I think we're going back to the way it was you think I mean with the like Ozempic mm. hype right now and the the magazine that was like heroin chic <laughs> is back yeah it's like I really feel like all these people have worked so hard mm -hmm. and now we're seeing media go back yeah I could agree with you but it's like I agree but in ways like I feel like it's all about like what you like I think you actually made a post about this once and it really like inspired me to do the same. It's like curating your, you know, your surroundings and your feed mm -hmm. to be like what you need to see. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, a thousand percent, you know, I feel like sometimes we're going back to like how things were and those toxic habits. But I also really feel like there's so many powerful people that are up and coming and powerful women and men and humans that are just really like, you know, curating that space. So I just think it all depends on like, where are you like, you know, who you surround yourself by and like what you allow yourself to see. Because for me, it's like I allow myself to watch certain things. I make sure because I know I have anxiety in the mornings. Like I don't go on social media. You know, there's just a lot of things that I've like changed my life around right. to make sure that I'm not triggered by those things anymore because they do pop up all the time. And I feel like that's how it's always going to be, you know. I need to take that to heart, the no phone in the morning, social media in the morning. I say I'm going to do it. I mm -hmm. try to do it. And then it's just right there. And yeah. I get, it's not, but it's not a good habit because it literally does affect my mood so heavily. Mm -hmm. But to your point of curating the feed, surrounding yourself with the people. Girl, I got that from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. from you. Love it. Yes, I'm honored because I get so much from you. Yes. You told me right before we sat down that we're, we are doing some relationship filtering. Mm -hmm. Just went through a breakup. How recent is that? Oh yeah. That's probably like three or four weeks ago. Damn. Yeah. So like feels mm. like yesterday. Yeah. Literally feels like yesterday. It is so painful because he was somebody that, you know, was one of my best friends before we even started dating. And I loved him so much. And with doing what I do and you know how important this is to have somebody that really, really supports you and everything that you do, especially with being in this industry, 
He was probably one of the first guys that I dated that was genuinely supportive of what I did. However, <laughs> he was just somebody that, you know, I love me my skater boys. He's super fun. But it's just like we were at two different levels and points in our lives to where I felt like there was a lot of things that I needed and that I wanted and I knew I deserved that he wasn't able to give to me. He says, but... In my head, he said, I can't give you what you deserve. Yeah. But I'm like, why is it so easy for me to be able to give you things that you necessarily don't deserve sometimes? But it is what it is. And what are some of the things that you deserve that you don't feel like you were getting? So I I understand that with him. I did settle a lot because I loved him as a person during the relationship. I took our friendship and the like energy that we had, you know, before us dating as like, this is good for me. Like, as long as I can have somebody that I can talk to that cares about me, that calls and checks in, whatever it is, I'm good. Like, I'm very low maintenance when it comes to relationships. But as my life started to change in the past year, I started to realize like, wait, I want to be celebrated for certain things. He was supportive. Like, I'd go to swim week and he'd be like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Like, you know, have your thing. Because I'd date guys that I would go to swim week or go out of town for work and they'd be like, where are you? What are you doing? Like, why aren't you calling me back? He'd be like, which, girl, do your thing. I love you. Yeah, which the first type of guy, that's such a red flag. You oh, want, yeah. You want a guy who's so proud and wants you to succeed and like take over the world. Yes, absolutely. Because this is someone that you had a friendship with and you had this relationship and he's been there for some of these big moments. How are you navigating these lonelier nights when you don't have that FaceTime chat or text message? It has been the hardest thing ever to do. And I think that's why I literally picked everything up and just said I'm going to L.A. Because, you know, my parents are great and supportive and everything. But it's like that was always my thing. It's like, oh, I do this great shoot or whatever. I go back to the hotel and it's like the first thing I do is call AJ and tell him about it. But then I started to realize like towards the end of the relationship and once we started to like, you know, clash a lot, I realized I would tell him these things and the reaction or the response would just kind of be like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like it wouldn't, you know, like people now ask me, what is it that you miss about him? And I always say that it's like, oh, I miss calling him and talking to him after an event. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's like I wasn't really getting that much. Mm -hmm. So what's helping me now really is like, developing like really healthy and good relationships Jordan like my best friend in the entire world like I could cry right now because that's like I called him during my breakup and told him everything that was going on and he would just like say things and remind me and be like like what is it that you're really gonna miss from him Mm -hmm. like you can find that in me or like even when we were at a restaurant earlier he was like you can always come to me and talk to me like if you're ever tempted to call him or whatever like call me And like, I actually have somebody now that I can like call and they care about my day. It's not just like, oh, cool, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, tell me more about it. And like, hey, let's go do this. Like we both share a common interest. Like I just I just think it's picking up everything and finding genuine, healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. And that's always been something that I kind of struggled with with dating. Like people that see my Instagram, they're like damn okay you had this one boyfriend and then now three years later you got another yeah I've always struggled with that in dating not to speak out of turn because I don't I didn't know this boyfriend or the relationship but Mm -hmm. you know from an outsider perspective it just sounds like you're in a different universe with Mm -hmm. what you're doing and where you're going Mm -hmm. he's in a different one and you can have love for this person Mm -hmm. and think they're a good person and care about them and want the best for them and realize you need someone in your orbit yeah because 
it just sounds like there's just a disconnect of like, maybe he doesn't understand how hard it was to get X thing or the importance of it because in his universe, it's just the normal day to day. And that doesn't really exist. So, you know, and I think those are the hardest breakups where you don't walk in and see them cheating on you and you Mm -hmm. can hate them forever. It's the like, I love you and you love me, but we're not supposed to be together. Absolutely. It's exactly that. And like, even after the breakup, like we kind I mean, we still talk every now and then and it's, you know, it feels good to be able to still have that person that is a friend. But it's like I kind of learned over time and especially through this breakup, like he can be my friend, but it's like there's certain things that I know. Like you we all have those friends where it's like, oh, I can easily go and tell you this and I know that I'll get this responsive support and the things that I need. But it's like if something big happens, I might not necessarily go and tell that person. So he's that person that it's just like we still have love for each other. Like he'll call and be like, Oh, I'm going to tell you right and blah blah blah. I won't connect on those things, but it's like only that. Yeah. So I'm blessed to still have that with him, but I just miss I don't even know what I miss. I just miss having a person. Yeah, you know? it's like the freaking Austin Butler, Vanessa Hudgens memes on the internet mm. of like how many years they spent together and yeah. now she walks by and tries yeah, not I to don't see want him. To, I don't ever want to be like that with him and that's scary. Yeah. And it's like my favorite quote, this too shall pass, you know, everything with time. Mm-hmm. You're in your single era now. What does right, that yeah. mean for you? Oh my God. Are you a party girl? Do you, do you want to get on the dating app? Do you want to meet people? <laughs> Are you taking it slow? Girl, so I'm on the dating app already. But, <laughs> but yeah. I like, I think like mentally, like I am just so like that relationship did take a lot out of me. I gave this man so much mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, a lot. I gave him a lot. So I now need to heal Sydney and like really like refocus on, you know, things that make me happy. Cause I feel like for so long in that relationship, I dedicated a lot of time and energy to making him happy and putting some things that I love aside to make him happy or feel celebrated the things that I was all lacking I gave that all to him because I was like maybe if I give that if give more and more of that to him he'll give give me some of that that he's not giving me already so I'm I think in this point like I went to Vegas this past weekend guys were like oh my god blah 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 I was like yeah cool whatever because <laughs> I really on. like I'm just so like it's crazy like I'm just so in love with Sydney again like even if it's just only been a few weeks right you know exactly there's not that's a one relationship in itself and maybe you're at a place where that's your that's your baby that's your priority Mm -hmm. and you'll trust that the right person will come along throughout that journey yeah I have a question for you Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah ask me anything (laughs) flip the script you have such a beautiful like relationship like I look at y'all for hope I guess my question to you is like, how did you just know that this was your person considering the fact that you had like a career, a career that's like totally different? Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, how did you know? For sure. And, you know, in the beginning of my relationship with Max, he was a football player, thought he would play pro. He didn't. So he went and was like, hey, babe, I need to go take this job in New York. And like, I'm in L.A., you know, because he had no resume, no and he was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And this is what I want to do. So from both sides, we, we had really different career paths, but I think we, people say when you know, you know, and Mm -hmm. I know that that is so cheesy, but I do think when you're with someone and you realize I cannot imagine my life without them, you, you have the security of feeling like, okay, 
go kill it. Like, let we're going to call. I'm going to visit you in two months. You know, we'll do the long distance. And we I was like, distance. yeah, we did. We did long distance for two years. Wow. Which really strengthened our communication in the beginning. Absolutely, yeah. But um, I and then with me pursuing my stuff, you know, a huge thing is he's a supporter. Like I went and I threw the first pitch at the Giants game and he came and he's filming it. I don't think a lot of guys want to go watch their girl yeah. throw the pitch at a sports game. Like their yeah. ego's acting up. That could yeah. have been me. I was nothing. Yes. He has none of that. So wow. I think for us to work, especially with having a, a really career-driven entrepreneurial woman, mm-hmm. you need a guy who has no ego and who is hyped to see you succeed and he can succeed as well. And then I also think being able to have a joy for each other having their own lives in a sense. Mm. Like- to be happy that you have your friends in LA or that you're building something and not to feel this anxiety of I'm not it or I need to be their whole world. So, and I think it comes with just emotionally mature people That part, and it's hard to find emotionally mature men. Yeah, no, for (laughs) real. That's like, I love that you just said that, like, you know, not putting all of, cause that's in a way kind of like what I did, like putting all my energy into that person. And then it's like, you know, you break up and it's kind of like you have this like loss of identity in a way like you will. And I say this to my single besties, your person will come along as you keep going through your journey and you keep doing your thing. The right you have to believe in the plan and the right thing always happens. And it's like I love the quote that like happiness is like a butterfly. Yeah. If you go search, if you go to try to catch it, you can't get it. But when you sit down mm, and relax, you, it just... lands right on top of you. So I have to ask, you work with Lizzo. Is she the queen she seems to be online? Oh my gosh, Lizzo is seriously like the coolest person I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah, (gasps) I'm like, and I, like we talked about earlier, I was like, celebrities, you're always so nervous to meet them. Like Lizzo was my hero. And she's like off camera, on camera, the exact same. Crazy, wild, like the biggest supporter, like she still comments and like DMs us just to check in every now and then. Aww. Like she'll do these Zoom calls and just be like, hey, how's everything? So she's really sweet. She's really sweet. And I'm always inspired by her. And I'm I'm like, honestly, like super thankful to her, too, because like in so many ways, like she changed my life. And, you know, they're coming out with this season two. <gasps> Yay, are they? So any big girls, okay. <laughs> any big girls that are wanting to like, I think she's taking like singers now too. So yeah, singers wow. and dancers. So yeah, she's, she's really amazing. Like she's blessed us with so many different opportunities. I personally was not selected to go on tour, but she's like blessed me with so many amazing opportunities to do BET, SNL, music videos. So, yeah. yeah. And hey, it's one of those things where you might get some super cool call mm-hmm. that if you were on tour, you couldn't take it, you know? Yes. So, and that's why I'm thankful too. Cause I think it it was kind of like talked about a little bit of like, you know, with me already having this career beforehand, like, Building something from 2017 all by yourself, like, I just could not give that up. Like, I I remember filming, I booked Fashion Week, like, my first New York Fashion Week. Oh, my gosh. And I couldn't go because I was filming Lizzo and filming Watch Out for the Big Girls. So, you know, like I said, things that are for me are for me. Things that aren't mm-hmm. are not. Well, thankful. this has been the best. I feel like this was such an authentic. I feel like we're literally just, like, at a I'm sleepover. I'm like, we're having, like, a little drink. Truly. And I'm so glad we got to talk about kind of healing after breakup yes, because yes. I haven't had someone so close to something like that come yeah. on and share so openly. Mm-hmm. If you had to just leave us with, like, the one thing you're kind of carrying with you to keep peace this month as you juggle all the things 
What's grounding you? Yes. So this is like me always, my whole main character thing. Like live your life as the main character. And I've started to do that again. I noticed that I was like falling into like the supporting role, you know, and I just think like I've been living life as a main character and that includes removing villains that are in my movie (laughs) and adding some supporting characters, also changing setting if you need to. And for me, I changed my theme specifically in this chapter, aka this month to self-love and fully just loving Sydney. So this chapter is a new chapter and I'm like really embracing it and just, you know, adding on to it and things that benefit not only me, but the people that are around me and the people that I talk to every single day through the internet. So yeah, just live your life as the main character. I am receiving that. I'm taking that with me. I'm wearing yes. my crew neck says I'm in my reputation era. I love that. That's a yes. Taylor Swift album. Yes. Like, just oh. like bad bitch vibes of like, her reputation era was like, I I am in my era of doing what uh, I want, yes. what makes me happy. And I don't care yes. what people think. Yes. I'm like, if maybe if I wear this, I'll feel I it. I love it. <laughs> Have you met her yet? I did meet her. Okay, yeah. Once. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Life complete. Need I to love do it, it again. I Taylor, love it. if you're listening, come on the pod. Come on the pod, girl. Thank you, Sydney. You're Thank a rock you star. So much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Pod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of Real Pod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with Real Pod throughout the week seeing behind the scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.